Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and I am live at Sage Transform 2022, and my guest today is Mike Yeager. Mike is the Vice President at Carga Systems. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Mike. Thanks, Ed. I'm really happy to be here. So first, Mike, why do you do what you do? Well, Ed, I have been in this business now for almost 28 years. Absolutely love helping customers, but probably the most important thing for me of what I do is mentoring people to take over for me and to fulfill their goals, career goals, and really their life goals. Um, I think having a good career, um, working with people that, that energize you, helping customers really is a great way for people to live their life. And I, I take great pride in, in what we've grown at Cargus over the years. Well, and that's related to what I wanted to talk to you about. And, and that is at Cargus, you have what's called a direct employee ownership program. Talk to me about that. Yeah, most companies, when they go through an ESOP, they, they talk about employee what ownership. ESOP employee is? Employee stock ownership ship. program. Okay. And really what that is, is that's a, an opportunity for usually a majority owner to cash out their share in the business, and it's put into a trust that then becomes really a retirement vehicle for the employees, and it builds up over time. At Cargus, Chip Cargus, our founder, he had a really unique idea of, I want people to be owners just like me, where they invest in the company. The stock is not given to them, that they have to make the actual purchase and the investment and they become actual shareholders in Cargus Systems. So all of our employees, twice a year, have the opportunity to buy stock in Cargus Systems every March and every August. And um, while employees were buying in, Chip Cargus was selling his, his shares back to the company. So he was able to cash out over time and made out very well until he was ready to retire. And... To me, it's a very unique model. Most companies I talk to talk about employee ownership are ESOPs. Um, they're not this direct employee ownership program. Well, one of the questions I think that comes to mind first is what happens when somebody leaves the company? When somebody leaves the company, every, every employee signs a shareholder agreement. And when they leave the company, they, they have to sell their stock back to the company. So you can't take your stock after you leave. So when you retire, when you resign and go to another position, you have to sell your stock back to the company, and the company will buy it from you, and they'll pay you at the the value. We have a valuation done every year, so that employee will get paid. So it's very important for us to maintain a strong balance sheet. So when somebody leaves the company, we have the ability to buy them out. And what percentage of team members have taken advantage of it? So we have 72% of our employees are owners in the company. So we're 182 employees. Um, I think we're about 130 owners of those 180 employees have actually invested money in the company. And we make the, the entry-level investment very small. So for $600, any employee can buy part of Cargus. And we have some employees who buy every opportunity, every six months, and over time they build up, and then the, the stock 
has been growing in value over the years. So they're they're offered a particular amount that, that not to exceed. Like somebody can't come in and say, "Well, I want to buy you know ninety percent of it today." Yeah, but, that is correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we do have limits, and we we actually base our limits. It's the one area where maybe we put a, a little bit of. Um, Let's just say a control on how much stock we, we will sell mm-hmm. to an individual. We have different levels that you can buy based on your role in the company. So somebody who's a vice president might have the ability to buy a certain level. Somebody that is more of like a individual contributor, newer to the company, may not be able to buy as much as somebody that's been with the company a long time and is in uh, an executive role with the company. But but we have people in our company that own $400,000 of stock, and they've been an individual contributor throughout their entire tenure at Cargis. Well, I was going to say, the, the, this clearly uh, makes people feel that they have, quote, skin in the game, for sure. And my, my imagine, I imagine that it also is great for retention, keeping employees, they, they, you know, they want to stay. Hey, I'm, I'm a part owner in this, and I see my, my stock appreciating. Absolutely. And we've been growing our, our um, over the last five years, our average increase in value has been 20% each year. So we're, we weren't doing as well as the stock market prior, <laughs> the public markets, but uh, we're doing much better in the public markets right now. Now, we get a valuation every year as soon as we close the books. In February, we'll have our valuation. The board will approve it, our board of directors, and then people will be able to buy at that value and sell at that value. So you can even, without leaving the company, you could choose to sell your stock. So I made a really bad decision when my son went to college. He tro- Of course, he chose a real expensive private school in Boston. So I was like, oh, I'll sell some stock. It's not a really good economic decision on my part, Ed. It's like borrowing from your 401k when they tell you not to. Yeah, but at least he didn't have debt, so I guess that might be, you know. <laughs> there, was, that is true. That is that, <laughs> that is true. So uh, has this evolved over time, or did this, like, spring from the brain of Chip Cargus, like, fully baked way back when? Yeah, so it really, there's been an evolution for sure. But the fundamentals of the program, Chip put in place in 1998 when he owned 100% of the stock in the company. And Cargus was 18 employees, and there were five of us who really he felt helped get the company off the ground, and he gave us options at that price in 1998. And so um, we were able, after five years, to buy those options. And so all those people have benefited, and those were really the foundational group the five of us who started the company. And all five still there? And, well, we have um, four of the five are still there. Okay. One of them left, so four of the five are still there. All right. And we have an exit question, Mike, that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours, and why are they a hero? So, Ed, it's really interesting. I have three heroes in history who... I, I talk about a lot, so picking one, but I'll give you my three. Uh, first one's Benjamin Franklin, and to me, one of the most amazing men, people that this country's ever produced in the fact that he was a business person, an entrepreneur, a public servant, an ambassador, a politician, a writer, I mean, just an amazing uh, a, a scientist. Um, and to me, 
he sort of had that combination of humility but also arrogance that was uh, I think as he said that uh, pride is uh, uh, a virtue I haven't quite conquered yet but but I think a lot of people who end up accomplishing a lot they, they do have ego the other is Abraham Lincoln who in some ways is a tragic figure I don't know if he ever was some ways he was shot and killed so yes. yeah he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was ever truly happy as a person. Okay, I see what you mean. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, but yes, he was shot and killed. <laughs> and that was unfortunate, because who knows what Reconstruction might have been like. And I just think Abraham Lincoln's amazing, selfless. Um, and then Winston Churchill, just because anybody that can drink 44,000 bottles of champagne in their life and drink champagne at lunch and live to be 91... They've got to be a hero. All and right. they saved the world, baby. <laughs> All right. And lastly, Mike, how can somebody contact you? Uh, anybody could c- contact me at mjager, Y-E-A-G-E-R, at cargas.com, C-A-R-G-A-S.com. All right. Mike Yeager, Vice President at Cargas Systems, thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thanks, Ed. Appreciate it. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.